Hey y'all, before I get into the episode, I just want to let you know that I'll be hosting my first event of the year on Saturday, February 15th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in Tampa, Florida called the Rest, Reset, and Recharge live podcasting and tea making workshop. The mission of this event is to encourage us as women to establish rest into our daily lives, just not on the weekends. So hopefully we can avoid burnout throughout the year. We're going to learn techniques to become more proactive rather than reactive on our days, determine non-negotiables that we need to put in place so we can be more productive and more restful, and then how to develop new habits to incorporate into our day that is tailored for us. And basically, you're going to be surrounded by a community of women who are determined to start the new year with a fresh mind and healthier habits. So not only will we be having this kind of group discussion, live podcasting experience, but we will also be making tea. I mean, what is the universal sign of resting more than tea, y'all? So we're going to have an expert from Calicia Tea teach us how to combine different spices, different herbs, and different fruits together to create our own perfect cup that is uniquely for you. So you will walk away literally with your own tea blend that you designed for your own need. If you are interested in coming to this event, it's literally a click away. All you have to do is go into the show notes, click the Eventbrite link, and buy your ticket. Early bird tickets end January 22nd, so buy it before the prices go up. After that, y'all, it's the price. So I hope to see you there. I'm really excited for this for this to be the first event of the year, and I hope that it benefits you as much as it was a joy to plan the event for you. All right, let's start the show. Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damia Shodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. Hey everyone, it is your girl Damio Shodi, the host and the creator of the Planter Podcast. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Um, this podcast helps equip and encourage you to live out your purposeful life with passion and with excellence. And if you are somebody who's tuning in, once again, and you've been following the podcast, what it do? Thank you so much for listening yet for yet another week. Um, if you are listening today, which you are, it is your girl's 26th birthday. Um, well, there, the excitement was just a little wild there. Um, it is my 26th birthday today, which is awesome. So happy birthday to me. Um, I celebrate my birthdays like it's a national holiday. So check me on Instagram and see what I'm doing today. Not sure as this recording is happening, what I'll be doing just yet, but I'm sure I'll figure it out by then. But happy birthday to me. Um, yeah. So the topic of this episode is how to add value to your community. So for those of you who are creating some type of organization, some type of ministry, some type of business, or even at your job, you're in charge of maybe putting people together and making some kind of community at work, these tips could be pretty helpful for you. I'm going to share five things um, that I've learned and continuing to learn in regards to how to add value to the people that you are serving. 
So think of this as in, in a way of you are serving whoever um, you've been put in charge to steward over. And these tips come from an air of authenticity. So these things have to be grounded in you being authentic. So no matter if you're in corporate, an entrepreneur, ministry, or um, just doing your thing, creating just a group, they have to come from a place of authenticity. So the first thing that I want to point out to add value to your community is understanding that you have a gift, a talent, some type of ministry, some type of organization that has the power to change lives. So we have to think of what we're doing as an assignment. What is the greater purpose or the greater vision of what I am doing and what I'm creating? What have I been called to create? And what is the greater impact of that thing? Even if you think, oh, I'm just creating a fashion blog or, oh, I'm just creating an organization, YouTube or something like that. Understand that it has the power to change lives. And when you treat it as such, when you treat it as if, wow, like this can really um, impact people in a very positive and transformational way, you really take what you're doing a lot more seriously and you continue to evolve the process of how you're building. You continue to get better about um, being more diligent about what you're doing because you understand that people are waiting um, for you to share your gifts. I love the phrase that nations are waiting on your obedience. I think that's so powerful because we think that, you know, if I just don't do this, then, you know, nobody will care. But it's like, literally, you've been appointed with some kind of gift. You've been appointed with some kind of talent or some vision that must be birthed in this earth. Like it literally has to start, um, you know, doing something, I guess that's the best way I can say it in, in this, in, in this, in this world, because you've been given that vision. You've been given that task. I was actually reading about Gideon. And, you know, people come for Dion talking about, oh, why he asked for so many confirmation. Oh, he's so doubtful. He's so this, he's so that. But at the end of the day, Gideon still did what God called him to do. And what was funny to me, and I think it, it, it makes me humbled before God. It's like you saw that he, that he was still like he was like a, he was scary. You know, you saw that, like he was hiding underground when you came to meet him and you knew that, but you still chose him. You saw the inner workings or the inner parts of his heart before you saw the outer appearance. Because the first thing that God said to Gideon was, oh, hello, mighty warrior, that the Lord is with you, something along those lines. But Gideon did not see himself as a warrior. He saw himself as I'm just the weakest of my clan. I'm the weird. My family is literally the weakest of Israel. But God saw past the exterior and saw the heart. And funny enough, when Gideon got the confirmation that he needed, he saw himself as, as a warrior. Like he was like, oh shoot, like let's go get these Midianites. Like we're we're doing this thing. He he like I'm like, did he even know that he could put an army together? Like I was just so curious. Like. All those details aren't mentioned, but I'm like, how did he come to this understanding? But honestly, he just came to the the, the reality of who he who he is, and um, and the in in the inward parts of him. And God saw that, and God so chose him. He could have chose anybody else in Israel, but he chose him. So he chose you to do something that's so specific and so unique, and that has the opportunity and the ability to to change 
people's lives. And I think that's why um, when I was learning about spiritual gifts, it, it made me want to learn more about them because it's like you need to show up at your post because people are depending on you to show up. So for example, somebody is struggling with poverty and has a poverty mindset. Um, they could go through deliverance, but there needs to be some kind of help um, at the end of that. There needs to be some kind of walkthrough of how, okay, well, if I've struggled with poverty, how can I have a, a mindset of abundance? How can I now learn to balance my my budget a, a lot better? It's not the pastor who's going to teach all of that. It's not, you know, we can't put the weight of one person to do all the jobs. We, we you know, God has given us these gifts and he's given us this vision for certain platforms and certain um, opportunities. So it's like we have to get in post and be the ones to help that person. We need to step up to our post and be able to serve the community in which we are called to serve, the people that we are called to steward over. And how we do that is understanding that whatever you've been gifted is really to serve those that God has appointed for you to look over and to steward. And we need you wherever you are. Um, if you're hiding, we need you. Um, I think that's just the first thing and understanding that it's much bigger than you. Like whatever you're building is much bigger than you. And I promise when you understand that, you are more like likely to show up. You're more likely to understand that, you know what? Even though I don't feel like it, I guess I, like I, I just gotta do it. Why? Because people are depending, even if it's small, even if it's just the one. Basically, we need to be the body. We need to be the body that Christ talks about and show up at our posts and understand that we are changing the lives of people. No matter how small um, or even how big this assignment is, wherever you are, we just need to show up and understand the power of what we're doing. So I think that's the first thing um, to add value to your community. Understand that it's just bigger than you and we have to show up to our post. Another thing um, that can add value to your community is allowing your community to follow you on the journey, to follow you um, where you started and to where you are now. Like share the stories, share what has happened to you, um, share um, the process that you've been going through. How has that process been working? Um, I think Courtney Sanders has done this really well and even Tatum Tamia from Blessed and Bossed Up. They've taken us on the journey from the beginning of, you know, this is what God said, or this is the thing that I'm building. Let's just see how this works. These are the things that I'm going to do. Let's just see how it's going. Okay, guys. Well, this is working. This is not working. This is working. Um, this needs to change and all these different things. They're taking us on the journey. I think that gives us more of an air of authenticity um, for those who are listening and those that are in the community that you're trying to build. It's a good thing for people to say, I've been with her since the beginning, or I've been with her since she's been at this point. I've seen her business grow um, from where she was two years ago. Like allowing people to follow you because it does add value to their own lives. Your story and what and, and your trials and your triumphs, it adds value um, because you never know what you're saying is meeting somebody where they currently are. And I think for me, that's one that's one reason I love uh, storytelling. And what this podcast has been based on for the most part is storytelling, sharing, because I feel like it, I feel like it's one of the best teachers to for somebody to now share their story and share where they've been and or share and, and share where they are now. Somebody can identify somewhere in between or where they currently are. 
and it gives them more hope to keep going or it helps solidify what has happened and this is the result and this is maybe a new perspective or a new or a new hope for your future you get what i'm saying like walking people through your journey is just really impactful um and not being afraid to share um of course i believe certain things should be kept secret or kept yeah secret like kept within yourself you know unless god tells you to expose certain things expose it but if you're not called to do that in certain areas of your life don't but you can still be open and be authentic in a way that's tasteful so definitely think about that when you're creating your business or creating your ministry creating um, your platform whatever it may be think of these things what are you going through or what have you been through and how can i use this information to help others And I think you would get a lot more responses from people because they'll be able to identify with you. So here's one of my favorite things um, to add value to your community. Allowing yourself to change and to not hold on to a specific narrative. Understanding that we change, our expertise change, so be free to evolve. Be free to change. I think it is a disservice to your community and a disservice to yourself to continue operating in a place that you're no longer there. Speaking in a way or sharing information that is just not you anymore. You have the freedom to evolve and you have the freedom to grow. We see this a lot with YouTubers. YouTubers talk about one thing when they first start. And, you know, maybe they have families, uh, or they get married, they start having families and their content changes. And some people are upset. Sometimes we don't, we log off or we're for it. But at the end of the day, the ones who are going to stay with you are, are going to be with you. And whoever's, in, whatever information that you're sharing will speak to the right audience. But we cannot try to hold ourselves to an image or a narrative that does not fit who we are currently. I mean, I've shared with you the ebbs and flows of my own podcast. When I first started, I think really my main mission was to get people saved. Like I really wanted to know, I wanted, I really wanted people to know who God was through others' stories. That was like my main goal. Then I was like, well, I kind of want to talk about the business side and all these different things since I want to be an entrepreneur. I should talk about that and get people's stories from that perspective. Then it changed more into me sharing about my own understandings and learnings uh, throughout my weeks and what what I've been going through for the last six months and how it's helped me and all these different things. And I'm still on that tip now, but it's transforming again because why? I'm evolving. And I don't think we have to stay stagnant to one image or one way of doing things. We're so dynamic as human beings. We're able to talk about different things. I mean, I love to talk about travel. Like if you meet me in person, like I love to travel. So I will talk to you about how you can get cheap flights, how you can uh, go to this country and what you can do there and how to do all types of stuff. I can talk to you about that. And I can talk to you about how to cook and recipes that I'm using. I love talking about food and I love talking about my my fitness journey with people and encouraging them on theirs. And I love talking to you about Jesus. Like there's so many different things that I can talk about 
or even how to build um, a, a strong, purposeful platform. That is another thing that I enjoy speaking to people about and, and really understanding why they're doing what they're doing. What is the purpose behind it? So I'm dynamic. And then I study nanomedicine. <laughs> like if I went on this podcast now and started talking about nanomedicine, I mean, I could. I don't think you guys would enjoy it, but that's what I study in school so I could talk about it. So we cannot stick to just one narrative of, oh, especially if you are somebody who's of faith and you believe that because you're a faith, you can only talk about, you know, Christian things or all this different stuff. You understand that God's character can also be shown in how you work and how you operate in the world. It can be shown in the fact that you show up when you say that you're going to show up. You have some type of integrity. You have some type of character. Even the ideas that you present are innovative. They're new. They're fresh because the Holy Spirit is the, is, 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 is a source of inspiration. So it doesn't always have to be, you look like this, you dress like this because you believe in, in this faith. You, you have to, uh, you have to look the part. I think that was actually one of my biggest struggles also at the beginning, because I was like, well, if I'm going to present myself as a Christian kind of podcaster, and I wouldn't even label myself that way, but I am a Christian who is a podcaster. You know, I, maybe I can't make the certain jokes that I make because I'm somebody like I'm a clown. So I make a lot of jokes. I say different things. Like you might be like, what the world? My friends who know me, know me, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't got to worry about that. But I'm just saying, I was questioning that, okay, so can I not dress this way? Can I not act this way? Can I not do this, do that? Um, And you put yourself in such a prison, basically trying to play a part when the only part you have to play is yourself. We don't have to look the same. We don't have to dress the same. Um, We don't have to wear the tutu skirts. Not all of us have to wear that in a t-shirt on top to represent that we're daughters of the most high. We don't have to do that. You, I have a friend who literally has grills on her mouth on Saturday and will surely come to church with grills on her mouth on Sunday. But let me tell you, she can pray. She can pray and the Holy Spirit will come into that room anywhere she is. We don't have to look a specific way, talk a specific way to fit a narrative that does not fit us where we are. And we have the freedom to explore and figure out and move because that's what life is. We will not be the same. Where I was four years ago is not who I am today. And thank God for it. I'm continuously evolving. You know, you've ever seen pictures of yourself like four or five years prior, your style to who, like the way that you dress to where you are now. It's just completely different. You're a different person. So why do we expect when we're creating these communities or we're creating these businesses that we have to be the same? We don't. God is so dynamic and he's created us to be so dynamic in our own special ways. And that's what makes the body of Christ unique. So allow yourself not to hold on to a specific narrative or image and to allow yourself to change and evolve as the time goes. And your content may change. The way you express yourself may change. It doesn't matter. It is you and it's all it's all encompassing you. And the good thing about it is people who have listened to you 
or have walked with you again from the past can say, wow, I remember when she speak about this and then she started speaking about that and I can see the, the confidence has grown. I can see her message has gotten clearer. I can see that she understands what she's talking about a little bit better now compared to where she was before and I love the growth and it inspires them and voila, you've shown up, you've changed people's lives just by being yourself. Speaking of being yourself, Another point is to be authentically yourself. How you speak, what you like, what you value, own it. We are uniquely and wonderfully made. And personally for me, I find joy in being me. Like I said earlier, I joke a lot. I really do. Like my my mom, like I really ask her sometimes. I have to check in sometimes. I'm like, how you feeling? How do you feel to have a daughter like me? Because I just be cracking jokes. I sometimes you may think I don't take things seriously, um, which is you know sometimes, not all the time. But when 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 there's lightness in the air, you know what I'm saying. I just like to joke. I like to make random noises. I like to laugh at my own jokes. I think I'm hilarious in my own mind. And that's just me. And I ha- I'm very content with just myself. But I don't hide it for anybody. Like if you follow me on Instagram too, I don't hide. I am myself. And I find joy in that. I find joy in the way that I look. And I'm also finding more joy in the way that I dress. So I'm learning how to be authentic in the way that I'm like I'm showing up every day how I want to put myself together and I think that's a process but just own up to who you are what you like what you value I think this was a very bold move um I thought about it today um I'm reading this book uh called The Simple Life I believe by Emily Lay and it's just kind of teaching you how to systematize um certain components of your life, like your schedule, your home, and all these different things. And knowing how to prioritize the things that matter to you most. So as I was reading about this schedule, like how to prioritize your schedule, I went back to uh, thinking of like Heather Lindsay. Like I remember she had this show um, and she had the show and it was going really well. And then eventually the episode stopped and the show stopped. Now she spoke on it some months after stopping the show that basically she felt that she was not being there enough for her family. And because of that, even though this was a good business move, and even though it was, you know, a way to make her more popular and even more money, at the end of the day, she valued her family over that. Now, People hearing that can be like, well, that's just stupid. Like, why would you do that? Why would you miss out on such an opportunity? You've always been dreaming about this and da 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 da. The homegirl said, look, my family is most important. I cannot allow my family to break apart because of things that I'm doing. Because at the end of the day, I'm still called to steward my family as well as steward the responsibilities that I have and the businesses that I have and all those different things. But I value my family more than those things. So what do you value? Like you don't have to value the same things that everybody else values. And I think that was just a, such an awesome example because she's like in the midst of people questioning, she's, she was really firm on who she was, what she values and what she's about. So I asked the same for you. Be authentically you in all compasses of yourself. 
and all your jokes and the way that you like to dress and the way that you like to show up that makes you feel comfortable and that makes you feel present in the world, show up and be authentically yourself and find joy in who you are. Because my friend will always say this, that people are not buying um, from you because you're saying something that honestly, that's so innovative. Most of the time we regurgitate the same information, but they're showing up because they value you. They want to hear from you. They want to hear the way you say it, how you speak. And if you, if you, if you would look at it, that's how we're attracted to some people. It's not necessarily sometimes the information that they're providing that is just so like out there. It's just literally them, who they are. They value who you, who you are. And that's why they would choose your product. That's why they would choose your service other than somebody else's who may even be more knowledgeable than you, who may have more resources than you. But they're like, you know what? I love the way that she takes care of her family. I love the way that she nurtures her body and how she speaks and how she shows up and how she acts like a clown. Like, I love it. Yes, I want to learn from her. So be authentically yourself. I think that's another great thing to add value to the community. And the last thing that I would say, and this is something that I have been learning and now I'm, I'm all for it. Um, being free to try new things, see how it goes, adjust and keep it moving. I felt like when I was younger, all the way up until college, I was on a very strict path. Like this is the path I'm going to follow. I'm not deviating from this. And I couldn't see that the gifts and the platform and all these different things that God had given me could be so much more vast if I could just think out of the box just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to think in such a narrow path. I don't have to fear that if I don't go on this narrow path, I'm going to make a mistake and everything is just going to blow up. That if I don't schedule things the way in this particular way, then my life is ruined and yada, yada, yada. You know how we can get just so like, I can't try anything new. And it comes from a place of fear. Try something new. Be free to try See how it goes, adjust and keep it moving. If you don't like it, it's okay. And if you do like it, keep it up. People love, again, that journey aspect. They love being able to see that, oh, wow, she was able to find this new tool. Let's see how it goes for her. Oh, it didn't work for her. Maybe it might not work for me or maybe it will. Let me just try it. You know, it gives people an option. It gives them freedom when they see you being free to make the choices that you want to make. It gives people the opportunity to be free because they see you being free, making the choices that you make and not being held to one thing. What's even coming to mind now is this uh, idea of a scarcity mindset that we believe that there's not enough or we believe that resources or um, maybe even activities are limited. It just brings a limited idea to our perspective. But the opportunity and the freedom to try new things and to understand that there's new ideas available to us and to just have the ability to dream of that, it opens up our mind to more of a world of abundance rather than living in a place of lack and feeling like or or feeling so constricted to one thing or or one position or um, one way of doing things. I think that's why even... 
now in this t- in this day and age, people are really encouraging others that your job cannot be your only source of income. I mean, unless you're making really good money, if you would outline everything that you are doing in life or all the bills that you have to pay, you'd understand that your income is literally being choked. Like it's not, it may not be, and this is not for everybody, but it may not be enough. So in this day and age, we're enc- like people are encouraging people to, you know, what is some other skill? What is some talent? What are some information that you know that you can make money off of? What, how can you do different things in order to bring more income into your household. And I think this uh, this still applies to your own life. Um, bringing people on that on that journey to see the new things that you're doing can really help build that strong a stronger bond between your you and your community and really serve them. Um, and if it doesn't work out, whatever. <laughs> like, you know, God is really challenging me not, not to be fearful um, and not to be so rigid in my thinking. Um, and he's been really like hammering this in for the past like two weeks um, and especially about being bold about the opportunities that I want. So I'll do it. And if it doesn't work, OK. And if I and if it works, at least now I have the information to know that it works and I can continue to get better. So to recap, adding value to your community Understand that whatever you have to offer, whether it's your gift, your talent, your resources, your business, your blog, whatever that is, it has the power to change lives. So show up so you can add the value. Number two, share what are you going through or what have you been through and understand how can this information be useful to others? Share about your story. Number three, allow others or allow yourself to change to change and to not hold on to a specific narrative. Be free to evolve. Number four, be authentically your- yourself. How you speak, what you like, what you value, you're uniquely and wonderfully made. And number five, be free to try new things, see how it goes, and adjust and keep it moving. So I hope these tips helped you. I hope that this is a new way of thinking how to add value to your community and value to the people that ultimately you're serving, no matter what you're doing. So if you enjoyed this podcast, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram or send a review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know if this podcast helped you and share it. Don't be a stingy friend. Share the podcast, especially if somebody, look, look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something real quick. If somebody is starting something and they haven't started yet, they need to listen to this. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, because this is literally the fruit of like four years of me doing this. Like this is a tidbits of knowledge that I've learned over a period of time. But if somebody can get this at the beginning, this is going to be great. And number two of the things that I'm asking of my planter community, if you are in the Tampa area, as you heard at the beginning, I will be having the rest, recharge and reset event basically we're going to be making tea from scratch so you're going to be able to taste touch smell to see different types of herbs spices and also fruits that you can mix together um, to make a perfect cup for yourself which whatever tea you make you'll actually be able to bag yourself and take home so you'll learn about the 
awesome properties of that tea that you're making. And number two, we're going to learn how to rest in our daily lives. How can we simplify our lives so we're not stressed out and just waiting for the weekend? And then even on the weekends, we're still not resting. So we're going to learn how to just rest. How can we, with our busy schedules, incorporate rest and incorporate simplicity into our lives? So if you're interested in that, there's going to be the link in the bio. Click on that link and let me know or you ain't gotta let me know let me know by buying the ticket <laughs> um buy the ticket and i am i would be so excited to see you there so let me know if this podcast helped you and buy your ticket to the rest recharge and reset event happening february 15th from 11 a.m to 1 p.m in the tampa bay area Alrighty, guys um speak to you on the next episode bye